Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Welcome to the Crop Watch Podcast. I'm Michael Sundelar, a cropping systems extension educator. Today, I'll be joined by Amit Jala, and we'll be talking a little bit about burndown applications. How are you doing today, Amit? Doing very well. How are you, Michael? Oh, I'm doing great. So let's start off in general. What are good ideas to keep in mind when people are making their uh, burndown applications? So when thinking about um, herbicide burndown application, the first and important thing is you need to scout your field to make sure what kind of weed species you have. Some most commonly seen early season winter annual weeds in Nebraska, corn and soybean fields are henbit, field pennycress, Mairstel is uh, one of them and very widespread almost across Nebraska. And those are the major uh, broadleaf weed species that you will see as a winter annual weeds. Um, most of them, they start emerging in the fall and some of them like Mairstel can also emerge in early spring and also even in summertime. So first thing is just to scout your field, what kind of weed species you have. And sometimes you will also see some grass weeds, for example, downy brome and cheatgrass are the most commonly seen grass weeds in corn and soybean fields in early season. So first step I would say is just scout the field and see what kind of weed species you have and at what stage those are. And then based on that, you can select uh, your herbicides. So we're scouting the, the field and we, we notice we have a lot of mares tail, which could possibly be an issue for burn downs this year since we had such a dry fall. Our fall applications may not have been nearly as effective as we were hoping. Uh, what are our options to try to control mares tail now in the spring? Mirstel is uh, one of the most uh, widespread uh, in Nebraska and difficult to control because, uh, as I told you, it can emerge in the fall as well as in the early spring and even in summertime. So the best time to control Mirstel is in the fall when they are small and actively growing. So herbicides will be more effective, but uh, there were several growers, if they were not able to apply any herbicide or management practices in the fall, then early spring is the best time before they go for planting corn and soybean because uh, um, the number of herbicide options will be reduced uh, when you have crops planted. So the best time will be to apply somewhere in April whenever weather is better to control mestel because by this time mestel will be already somewhere between one to four inch tall depending on um, field and situation but the way we are getting all the moisture i'm sure mestel will grow very quickly and uh, another point about mestel is majority of mestel at least in eastern part of the state uh, are glyphosate resistant. So just applying glyphosate will not really help uh, to control those glyphosate resistant mestel populations. So the best approach to control them right now is uh, by applying 2,4-D dicamba type of herbicides. So you can also tank mix both of them to apply to improve the efficacy. Some other options are to use paraquat or Liberty type of herbicides, which is glucosinate based herbicide, but you need to be careful. You have to have a good uh, temperature 
when you apply Liberty as well as Paraquet because both are contact herbicides and they require very good um, plant coverage. So these are some options that growers can consider right now, particularly for management of uh, glyphosate resistant mare's tail. And you have to maintain certain planting interval depending on which herbicide you select. Uh, so for example, if you select 240, then you have to maintain at least about a week or 10 days of planting interval with uh, soybean. And I think it is similar for corn. And for dicamba, I think you have to maintain about two weeks of planting interval, depending on which product you use and at what rate. But yeah, we have written CropWatch articles on this topic and growers can refer to those articles to make sure they maintain enough planting interval. So we have rain now, um, but there's still a chance that we might not see rain later in the season. How does that affect our, how effective our, um, pesticide applications are, especially our herbicide applications? When weeds are under stress, and that includes water stress. So when there is a very dry condition and weeds are not growing very well and they are not healthy, then if you apply herbicides, it can also affect your herbicide efficacy. It means you will not able to see very good control because the reason is the weed plants are under stress and the, absorption and translocation of those herbicides will not take place very effectively. And that's why you will see uh, a significant reduction in the control when plants are under moisture stress. So I would suggest to wait for a few days until you will get some rain. And when again, scout your field back and see what kind of weed species are present and whether they are healthy or they are under stress, and then you need to apply your herbicide. Amit, do you uh, see a need to apply a uh, herbicide that has residue when making a burn down application? Generally, we don't recommend to apply a residual herbicide with burn down program because uh, number one, um, residual herbicides are expensive. And number second, we want to keep the residual activity longer in the crop season so they can control some of the most difficult to control weeds, for example, water hemp and palmer amaranth uh, are widespread and they both are resistant to glyphosate and number of other herbicides. So generally there is no need to apply a residual product in burn down application because then you will lose your residual activity early in the season and then water hemp and palmer amaranth will take over once season will start and once they will start growing actively. So I would keep my residual herbicide to be applied at planting and then growers will get uh, three to four weeks of residual activity out of those residual products applied at planting or within few days after planting corn and soybean. So I would avoid to apply residual product right now in early spring because you will not able to take that much of advantage. So I would select just foliar active herbicides like 240, dicamba, or paraquet, or liberty, or glyphosate if grass weed species are present. And then I would apply a residual herbicide at planting or within a few days after planting. So you're, you're just strongly suggesting that to keep uh, the, the residue herbicides on hand for a pre emergent instead yes. of right. using them for your burn down. Right. All right. Um, as we look to wrap it up, 
what do you have for upcoming uh, programming or, or possible programming if conditions allow for? We, are, we have tentatively planned our um, corn and soybean weed management field day at South Central Ag Lab uh, near Clay Center, Nebraska on June 23rd. If a situation will be better for face-to-face -face field day, and if not, then we will provide a virtual field day. We are going to video record uh, all the projects that we do have so growers can see them online. And do you still plan to do another field day on uh, glyphosate resistant Palmer Amaranth control near Carleton this year? Yes, uh, we are planning to have that glyphosate resistant Palmer Amaranth management field day near Carlton and it is on June 30th this year. If situation will be better, yeah, we are planning to have a face-to-face -face field day. Well, thanks for joining us, Amit. Mm -hmm.